Cynic Empowerment. Last time on Cynic Empowerment. If I can't fix it with my hands and my dick, it's not meant to be fixed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I just got this, this weird mental image of a doctor coming in to do surgery and they're like not wearing anything. They're just like, we ran out of scrubs, like... I don't want to bring in contaminated clothing. <laughs> but, where, but where are your tools? Where's your scalpel? Don't need that either. I if I can't it. perform surgery with my hands and my dick, surgery is <laughs> not worth doing. I can't decide if with this whole epidemic nonsense not leaving the house, if it feels like we're talking like the time between the episodes is shorter or longer. I think it's shorter. I think it's shorter too. I think if I feel it's like, oh... I'm supposed to, oh, I'm talking to Tim, yep, talking to Tim tonight, it's been an entire week. Have I slept yet? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Have I slept since the last time? Pretty weird. So. Yeah, it, it does feel, uh, it feels rather short. Um, are you, are you keeping busy? I mean, like, you're still, like, working oh, from yeah. home, right? Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm keeping busy. Okay. Keeping busy. Awesome. Yeah. How are your uh, Hugo Culture beds going? Uh, nature is a bitch. Oh no, she's unforgiving whore. Yeah, wait, wait, something happened to your sprouts, the leggy ones. Yeah, my leggy ones all got knocked over by the wind. Oh, it's like okay, they've called the weak. Only the strong will survive. <laughs> I've got a bunch of Viking plants. Yeah. This is fine. I can live with this. And then we had an, another exceptionally windy day today, and like, and it somehow it still managed to kill more plants. It's like. Oh. It killed a bunch and broke a bunch of their spirits, mm-hmm. and then a bunch of the ones with broken spirits were like, "I'm out. I'm tapping out. <laughs> this is what the world has for me. I don't want any part of it." Mm. Wisdom of Salinas, man. I mean, I still I'm have some it. plants, but I've just lost so many that it's just like, "Why?" I basically uh, my takeaway. I don't know if most gardeners, because some gardeners do the whole transplanting thing, which is what I did of starting them inside. Yeah. And then taking them outside and planting them to give mm-hmm. them a head start. Sure. But I've I've also heard gardeners online say that they've planted seeds after transplanting and the seeds planted after transplanting grew up faster than the transplanted plants. Yeah. Because they just grew in the environment they were already in and were better prepared for it with the other plants that they were growing up in I don't know, some safe, loving environment and got thrown to the wolves. Well, the plants were like, yep, this is it. Yeah, and, and they, they adapted and, and were able to – they were a certain amount of stressed. Yeah, that, yeah. That works with all down. kinds of stuff. Man, like plants uh, or just organisms in general, like mm-hmm. yeast is the same way. I've been trying to do my own sourdough, and if, oh, you, yeah. if you don't have it with – like if you don't have your leaven right and, you know, work into the bread slowly, it won't rise. Like it, it'll, it'll get lazy. Like the yeast mm-hmm. will consume too many fermentable sugars and they'll effectively go dormant, um, which is like, as good as dead. Yeah, it makes your bread taste like bananas too, which is cool, but not so mm-hmm. cool when you have flatbread. <laughs> it's pretty pretty shitty. Flatbread that tastes like bananas. It's pretty weird. Banana rock bread. Yeah, banana rock. And it, see, banana bread's already kind of dense, <laughs> so it's just it's not a rock. It's pretty. It's definitely not like hard as a rock. Um, but it's, it doesn't rise, you know? You don't get the bubbles. Man, that sucks. So do you have any plants left? I do have I do have a fair amount of plants left, and we still have a, a surplus of seeds. Mm-hmm. So I'll probably just go back with seeds and just be like, all right, you, know, you fucks, do, do, do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Grow or don't grow. See if I fucking care. <laughs> That's the spirit. Uh, but these are first-generation Hugo culture beds. Like, those things will get a lot better over time, right? Yeah, no, it's definitely, and that's also my first time ever trying to garden too. So I'm mm-hmm. gonna make a lot of mistakes and suck. The well, what I will say on the flip side is so so I have my Hugo culture, and then I had these holes in the yard. I think whoever previously owned the yard, they had dogs, and they just let them dig up holes wherever they wanted. Mm, and so okay. to fill the holes, I basically just like dug the sod around the hole and mm-hmm. then filled it in with the sod to where now it's more flat surface and where instead of having a uh, a leg breaking hole mm-hmm. and in the overturned saw clay mud or whatever yeah i was I was like huh 
I wonder if I could grow some beans in this shit. And I yeah. think I already told you that I threw some beans. And the beans are sprouting. Nice. They're growing. That's so, awesome. I don't know how successful or fruitful they'll be. But as of now, we have probably, I don't know, seven or eight bean sprouts that have sprouted and are just like, all right, I can do this. Is it uh, red clay? I I think so. I, I like I uh, like yeah, rust colored. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. That's that's basically it. That stuff's it, uh, awesome. Yeah, as long as you don't have any problems with drainage, there's supposed to be a, a more concentrated nutrient in in clay. So that's oh, great. That's actually pretty fortunate as long as you could break it up enough to actually sow into it. Yeah, the we had I had somewhere I overturned it where we got it out in the sun and it turned to rock, obviously because okay. it's clay mm-hmm. so I'm, i just hope that the parts where the beans are at don't it's a bisque yeah just become <laughs> like all right oh my beans are trying to grow into clay mm-hmm. pottery yeah <sighs> man i i didn't do any beans this year but i definitely got some tomatoes that did i have a campari tomato sp- sprouts last time i talked to you no i didn't know you were growing shit too as we got all these like cloth bags from Kroger's that they give to you whenever you buy three or more bottles at a time. Oh yeah. Yeah, we had like a whole bunch of those and we basically just tore out the dividers and used those as portable plants. So we Oh, that's smart. We sewed into those and we've been moving them in and outdoors depending on uh you know what the rainfall looked like or how cold it was going to be at night. Great. Uh and they're sprouting pretty awesome. We got two cucumber plants that are looking pretty good. And I I just planted like a like a handful of seeds uh, out of like, like a couple of blah. tomatoes. Yeah, I just smashed them. Like I smashed them on my counter, took out all the seeds, dried them for a little bit, and then threw them in the ground. And I've got like eighteen plants, so I've got way too many. Um, I'm gonna nice. like split them up, and I'm gonna try to like grow my grass out <laughs> without growing without gaining too much attention from the uh, uh, I guess the homeowners association or the people that I'm renting from. Okay. And I'm gonna try to cut cut that down and effectively make hay out of it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'll just push it up against the the fence that's around the edge of the yard and mm-hmm. use those as stakes. So I could just like tie it to the fence posts or something like that. Oh there you go. That way you don't have to mm-hmm. actually mess up with the uh integrity of the yard itself. Yeah. And on the far side there's like a big ditch where erosion is taking the uh taking a bunch of soil underneath the fence. So if if I just plant a whole bunch of stuff over there, I'm doing them a favor anyways. Like so you're welcome. You yeah, know what that looked like before. Mm-hmm. I got before like and shit. after pictures. Mm-hmm. This is what it looked like before. It's what it looks like now. Yeah, you should be giving me money. Yeah, why don't you give me money? <laughs> I'm doing you a favor. I'm improving the value of your property. Yeah. <laughs> you could look at me as like the help. I'm just taking care of the property. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm a gardener of sorts. It's with free room. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, the last time I went to the grocery store was almost three weeks ago, I think. And wow, you're doing time, pretty good. Lots of rice and beans. That's the secret. But mm-hmm. the, uh, they didn't have toilet paper then, but we're, we're getting low. So, uh, um, oh, no. oh, Amazon soon. You can always order from Amazon, man. I, I'm trying not to buy anything off Amazon. Well, why not? Do you, is it because they run some kind of uh, indentured servitude evil yeah. corporation courier program? Yeah, exactly. Mm. And yeah. they're not taking care of their workers, and uh, it's just bad. It's yeah. awful, and everyone's buying more, too, because everyone's at home and doesn't want to go out. So I just, I just don't want to I, add to it. I can, I can definitely see the rationale behind that. That certainly makes sense. Um, hmm. So... Yeah, I mean, if if it worse comes to it, I'll I'll do it. But yeah, I'm just hoping that they'll. I'm just hoping that the next time I go to the store, that we've been in this crisis mode long enough mm-hmm. that people have finally stopped binge buying, and I can actually just like buy fucking normal essential shit. Mm-hmm. But I'm not gonna. I don't know. Not too hopeful. Yeah, uh, yeah. People just need to realize that that shit's always gonna be there. Yeah. Uh, that. that uh, you know the supply chains haven't been cut by a uh, a coup d'état. You know some kind of organic grassroots uprising that is right. dismantling our establishments as we speak. Exactly, coronavirus <laughs> doesn't murder paper yeah. towel factories. This is not right? the Taliban. Like, take it easy. 
Paper Taliban. Paper See. Taliban. Oh, <laughs> shit. Damn, shots that was, fired. That was that was pretty good, Jimmy. <laughs> That's the only funny joke I'm gonna make all night. No, you used up your funny. <laughs> I used it all up. What? I save it all up, and I get it all out in the first five minutes. Oh, and then, and then I'm just a fucking Eeyore for the rest of the episode. <laughs> That's what the people come for, Jimmy. I mean, like the the little sugar on top is a paper Taliban. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be the name of the episode. Yeah, that's pretty good. It has nothing to do with it. It's just paper Taliban. <laughs> paper Taliban. Uh, I'll go figure out how to spell that. Yeah, but Taliban. Yeah. ban. I don't know. You figure it out. I'm going to figure it out. We got a whole bunch of stories, dude. We do. Stories for days. We do. Okay, um, man, everybody's asking me to turn off my ad blocker, and that's an annoying thing. I don't, I don't really like that fact because I know they're like, ah, eh, well, you know, you're not a, you're not somebody we can make money off of, so you can fuck right off. Yep. <sighs> we don't actually want to inform you. We want to make money. Yeah, this is all the, this is the filler. The content is the commercials. Money. Mm-hmm. Oh uh, yeah, Italian mayor uses drones to scream profanities. That's awesome. Oh uh, man, I'd be I'd be right on top of that. Like if that's what it takes to become a mayor, you can call me mayor of fucking Whoville. I'll Wait, do it. What? If you get to run around screaming profanities at residents ignoring lockdown through a drone mic, mm, man, oh, that's yeah. <laughs> that is really that's the key to order. It, you don't you don't need a 1984 type uh, you know surveillance system. All you need is some kind of annoying noise that's going on in places where you don't want people to be. It's as simple as that. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Oh, there's a there's toxic sludge over there. We're just gonna play it's Friday over and over again. <laughs> Nobody is gonna go anywhere close. <laughs> You know anybody that's been over by the It's Friday music? No, no, I've never seen anyone go over there. <laughs> Tim went over there a while back, and now he's dead. <laughs> Don't go anywhere near that. <laughs> uh, I set up a um, I set up a canopy today. It's kind of wonderful. I feel like I'm making building a little oasis on my back deck. What'd you make the canopy out of? I made it out of something that somebody gave me. It's a fucking canopy. It's just it's a, oh, like a pre-made canopy. Yeah, thing. yeah. It's just like a little, um, uh, not like a tent, not like a gazebo. It's like it's made out of struts, and it just like folds in and out, and it has this cover that goes over the top of it. It's really an ingeniously designed thing. Really what cool. Is, what does it attach to? It's attached to these poles, these like square tubing that can extend mm. up and down in order mm. to uh, alter the height. It's just a fascinating little invention. Like, it why sounds don't, nice. Why don't homeless people just make like apartments out of the? <laughs> because even if they somehow acquired yeah. the resources to do it mm -hmm. and then made it, the police would come and just rip it all up and throw it on the ground. <laughs> And and all that money that he wasted on canopies that could have spent getting high. Yes, idiot. Why would they? Why would they fucking they're, build they're, shit if they could exactly. just exactly? They're basically, <laughs> honestly, as far as the whole drug thing, they're basically mm -hmm. reduced to just consuming. You're not allowed to have property once you become homeless. Yeah, any property you do have can be taken from you at any time, and it also makes you more of a target from the other homeless people that also don't have any fucking property. Yeah. So you're honestly on some level better off just doing drugs and eating because if you spend your money on anything else, it's liable to be taken from you. It's like that movie Platform. Have you seen that yet? Uh, no. Do you know the general synopsis? <laughs> I've never even heard of it. Okay, so it's one of those... Spoiler alert! It's not a spoiler alert. It's not a spoiler alert. I'm just gonna, I'm just going to tell you the general okay. the general thing because it's, it's just... Um, it's a metaphor for inequality. So you you basically have this platform that magically lowers and raises down this single shaft, and on each level you have 
Yeah, it's so hot. And each level, you have a couple of folks that are staying with one another. Why they're there, we don't exactly know. But what you do know is this platform goes down very slowly. And, and the it goes, higher you get, the better it is. Exactly. And it goes up very quickly, like ridiculously fast. Like if you get in the way, it'll like knock your head off. But when it's coming down, at the very, very top on level zero... There's a kitchen, and they make awesome food. And every time they make this food, it gets sent down one level at a time. It's pretty simple, right? Yeah. Simple, simple little thing. So everyone has to watch the awesome food go down. Oh no, they they that's that's when they eat. It's the only time they can eat during the day. Who can eat? Everybody on the platforms. That's how they get fed. They're effectively imprisoned the in so this they, tower. They, so when the platform comes on their floor, they run out and eat it real quick. Exactly. They run out and they're like, oh, my, 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 my. it doesn't matter what the person did before because chances are if you're in this thing and I mean, it's basic math, right? <laughs> you're so probably you're saying, not going to be on the top when you start. <laughs> so, so by the time it gets to the bottom, there's no food left. There's no food. There's no food by like level you know no spoiler alerts so but yeah i mean like obviously if the shaft is long enough you run out of food yeah so yeah and everybody at the bottom's just fucking starving that's that exactly sounds, how it goes sounds great sounds like the exact kind of movie i would watch i don't know how i haven't heard of it it's on netflix yeah it's on netflix check it out great it's pretty cool it's just a one big metaphor though and eventually it just devolves into stupid gruesome violence yeah that's mm-hmm. all those movies do, but yeah, yeah. It's like, I, this is so terrible. Oh, I was like, yeah, yeah, we get it. It's bad. <laughs> Thanks right. for the metaphor. It's yeah. Well, those kinds of movies they always fall short, mm-hmm. but at least you gotta appreciate that at least they're acknowledging that inequality exists. Unlike most movies, because I, I was having an idea earlier. Because you know when we were talking about the Gertha effect on the last episode, uh, remind me the Gertha uh, effect. Uh, Gert, Gert, Gertha program, whatever you're talking about, the about oh oh yeah, the Gotha Gotha. Gotha okay, uh-huh. I don't know why the Gertha Gotha program. Mm-hmm. It um, I was thinking uh, we were making the funny characters of the one person of uh, I want to use my uh, labor what do we call it? vouchers? What are they called? Labor? Yeah, vouchers? they're la- labor vouchers. Yeah, I want to use my labor vouchers to uh, own the business. That way, all the money goes to me. I was like, no, you can't do that. That's can't fucked do that. up. Yep, yeah. not allowed to. You can't buy the means of production with that shit, dude. And so then my brain just kind of like went from there of just imagining uh, an entire show or series where it's set where where we solved all the economic issues of, with you know a society and like having that being like the setting and then you know trying to figure out what the conflict would be but then when i started thinking about it honestly just about every american sitcom they've removed inequality and um like money as like an issue money issues out of Mm. the shows to where it's like it's like a non-issue it's not there like that's where we're already at like if you think about shows like uh modern family basically at least the half the those people on that show are millionaires, if not near millionaires. If you look at the homes they live in and stuff like that, you know, like money is yeah. not the issue. It's already a show this based on superficial whatever the characters' personalities conflicting with each other. So yeah, it's 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 a basically commedia dell'arte. Like, you just watching these same uh, reiterations and regurgitations of various caricatures. Uh, they they don't necessarily have any kind of nuanced motivating factors. They just they are who they are. They always act the way that they do, and you don't want a surprise. You don't want right. an explanation for what's going on here. That's for the people that ultimately don't want to watch television. And why in the world would we cater to them? Yeah, exactly. Like, fuck that shit. Like so we, we want to keep this train a rolling. <laughs> exactly. So to follow that, I'm, I was trying to think. I don't know how you would. It would have to be like uh, it would have to be really smartly written to do a society set in the Gotha program. You would have to have mm. you'd have it would take a lot more thinking and better writing skills than I have to do it to make it good. But yeah, or it could be uh, funny. Like in general, on on my part, just comprehension of the idea. Like I certainly want to do it justice. And as of right now, I'm almost positive that it would go right over my head. I feel like I would. You'd almost just do it in like a really simplified way. It's like let's just assume that life is just. It'd be like almost like the Jetsons, right? Where 
what's his nuts with the the what's what's the fucking dad's name in that stupid fucking show from forever ago like do they dopey, even have fucking names dopey future jerry or yeah, something like that Dober, dopey future jerry <laughs> you know he goes to work for five minutes and it's like oh gotta go home i feel like that would be something similar akin to the got the program right but mm-hmm. then i think the conflict george have to be did you just look it up george jetson sounds right Mm-hmm. I believe it. Sounds like a Meet George Jetson. Insert other name. Uh, <laughs> and his wife, because she is, doesn't does not have deserve a name, a name yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you gotta love the good old days. It's like we're in the future and gender roles still apply. <laughs> We've gotten so advanced. <laughs> the man like it really is like the was like the perfect misogynist idea of the future. It, well actually I don't know. The, I guess the robot got to do all the help work. So I guess the wife didn't have to do any work either. I was going to go on a whole tangent of like the man goes to work for five minutes, but the woman has to stay home and do work all day like because those chores haven't been figured out. But they did have a robot to offshore her responsibility to society. So I don't know. I guess it was good for everyone. But it was actually her job to maintain the robot that maintained the house, you know, because that's a post-scarcity kind of culture. You just got to deal with the fact that. Your autonomous robot that takes care of all of your uh, manual needs uh, requires assistance every now and then. You gotta oil them, grease them gears, gotta make sure they're running the right way. Yeah. It's especially important. Also, it was always terrifying to me. Like, do you remember the look of the robot with the red eyes? Yeah, the red eyes were kind of unsettling. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, why choose red? Like, why not make it just like white or. Uh, so was it gonna be white, Tim? I, I mean, that's the color <laughs> eyes are. I just, I, you know, I just like white eyes. It's like, what, what, what? White eyes are better than red eyes? Hmm? Huh? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> ah. <sighs> yeah, uh, the Jetsons. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's when we reach. Uh, uh, what is it? There's like a uh, a progression of civilization you know what i'm talking about where we get to like the uh to harnessing the the entire resource of our planet and then we harness the power of a star and then we harness the power of a galaxy and so on and so forth never heard anyone word it like that we we okay we've but we've talked about something like this right i mean there what, what is that called no idea all right, here. I'm going to find this shit out. Uh, <laughs> Oh, yeah. It's right here. It's called the uh, Kardashev scale. So, Pretty cool. What'd you fucking call me? Yeah, yeah fucking Kardashev scale. <laughs> you keep you saying these things at me that... Yeah. Like, it just sounds like you're making up fucking words. I'm just making shit up. The chi- Got okay, the so, program. No, no, Kardashev this is good. scale... This is fantastic. So a type 1 civilization is also called a planetary civilization. So we're Can, at. No. We're zero. <laughs> we're below that? We're below that because we can't use and store all of the energy available on our planet. It's all based on inter- energy consumption, right? Uh, so a type 1 planet has to uh, well, it has an estimated use of 10 to the 16th power watts. Okay. Okay, and then... We ultimately add 10 watts to that in order to be able to be called a stellar civilization and, or basically 10 X, 10 exponents. Sorry. <laughs> no, 10 watts. You just add 10 watts and you get a star. <laughs> <laughs> like a light bulb? It's, so it's like a, this is a type two civilization is also called stellar. And that's when you can control and use all the energy at the scale of a, a stellar system. And the type three, which is like Star Trek can control the energy in the host of its galaxy so it's pretty big right i mean it's that's a, a long ways off 10 to the 36 is that even watts it says w i don't even know how much that is i bet it's a whole whole lot i don't understand that shit Kardashev. have you seriously never heard of the Kardashev scale no, I, i've never once in my life ever heard that he's a soviet astronomer in 1964 hmm. yeah it's pretty interesting, dude. Oh, it's also an album. Mm-hmm. It's one of those concepts that I think is really interesting, but I feel like it's one of those concepts that as well, it's um, it's like when someone tells you that, oh, in 8.4 billion years, the sun is going to become a red dwarf and uh, we're not going to be able to live on this planet anymore. I'm yeah. like, wow, 
that's super cool but mm. it's never going to affect me. How does it affect ever. me? <laughs> yeah, well, that's exactly how boomers felt about the environment, too. So I know, yeah, it's great, <laughs> isn't it? It's really disappointing. Except I think the most enlightening... Go super ahead. Go ahead. Su- oh, I was just going to say, but that's so much sooner. I mean, I guess they won't be around for yeah. it, so who the fuck They cares? still won't be around. Yeah, I mean, like, if you say, like, oh, from the age that I can actually make informed decisions based on my energy consumption versus my uh you know measures of sustainability that I introduced <laughs> to the communities around me or whatever the negating factor would be you you only have like what 40 years left like i mean like i don't know the 40 to 50 years that that you're going to have to worry about i mean at least as far as it affecting you as a person the year was but, 2058 we have enacted a rule making it to where people over the age of 40 are no longer allowed to vote because they are <laughs> <laughs> they're not going to be alive in the world that they create with their voting power. I okay, that's a joke, but that's definitely one of the solutions that I've thought about in the past. It's like once you reach a certain age, you actually have a kind of like at the beginning of your life, you, you're not necessarily fit to vote because your brain's not developed. Well, once your brain decays past a certain point, <laughs> you're also not allowed to vote. And no offense to any of our older listeners, just in case you are listening to this, and just in case we are recording this. <laughs> Yeah, fuck you, actually. I mean it. Every word of it. You can't vote. <laughs> I, I mean, you definitely can't vote if you're Biden. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, I didn't want to bring it up, but hey, you feeling okay? Oh, I'm fine, dude. I, I had already okay. accepted it. Okay. I, I, I was already... We did see it coming. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, I mean, I already had metabolized that, I think um after second super tuesday so uh yeah yeah no i've already i'm i'm in the point now where i've been in i've in the stages of grief i'm past sadness and i'm in anger Mm. and so honestly i can't even talk to my friends that are bernie friends right now because i'll make them upset so (laughs) i just gotta keep to myself (laughs) the last couple of times that i've brought the subject up you've gotten like uh like I could, I can feel the like the angst, <laughs> uh, dude. I'm, I'm, I would say I'm blackpilled, but I still care. Yeah. So I can't really be blackpilled if I care still. Mm, okay. But it's more that I, I'm not going, I'm not going to give a free pass to anybody, and so I'm not just going to be like. Boo hoo hoo! Things were hard. Oh, Borny, he had it so hard. There is no way he could have possibly done anything better. So you know, I'm going to look at things and critique them and say what things they did good and things they did bad. There are no fucking heroes. If mm-hmm. we're if if we're waiting for some just like fucking Jesus character to save us, we're never gonna get anything good. It's never gonna happen. Yep. Um, I think that's more, yeah, I think that's more of what I've taken from it than anything is that there are no heroes, right? You can't just expect some Jesus character to, to save us in any sense. And, and so on some level, uh, it's upsetting, but it's also freeing. Um, and it's also empower. It's, it's, it's empowering once you really embrace what it looks like and accept that it's on you. Yeah. Um, even if Bernie was elected, there's no way that all of the things that he recommended exactly. for our country were going to come to fruition. Yeah, exactly, none of them would have come to fruition if it no. wasn't for people pushing them. And, it's just uh, a, it's it's a it's a pleasant notion, <laughs> you know, like yeah. oh boy, he like, would have uh, been a more sympathetic ear to yes. the unwavering masses in the streets pushing for yeah. change, but. A Bernie presidency without that wouldn't, I mean, without the streets filled of people still wouldn't have made any of the change that he wanted to happen. It's just going to be a, you know, a harder uphill battle. So, you know, that's all there's to it. So what's the, this is, uh, might seem off topic, but there's a yeah. certain book that I'm trying to think of the name of. And the synopsis is basically that these aliens have come to Earth in order to act as um, diplomats, uh, in, in order to kind of quell this 
this uprising is kind of like armistice or well, whatever the opposite of armistice is. (laughs) Uh, And after they've helped the, the peoples of the earth so much, they invite them to the planet. And when they get off their ship, they look exactly like the, uh, the Judeo Christian, uh, you know, medieval depiction of demons. They're, they're red, they have horns and they have tails that end in a, in like a spade shape. Okay. Uh, so wouldn't it be great if through all this, you know, like, Hey, you know, Bernie does get elected. And then at the end of all this, he just like rips his head off and he ends up being like this Trumpo Tron where effectively there's this entire race of people that are effectively Trump. The exact same being over and over again. They have like this little like sticky shit that they put in their mass of of falling out orange hair and then they just like stick other people's heads onto I don't know. I I'm probably going a little bit too far there. I can't follow this. I'm so confused. Okay. Wait. <laughs> what if Bernie's Trump? Well, no. Okay, so following Bernie's the, the pleasant to- romantic sentiments that you were only a moment ago, it's all about, you know, doing what we can independently. There's no yeah. superheroes that are going to save us. As soon as we look to somebody as a figurehead or yes. somebody that's going to lend us a sympathetic ear, yes. they're certainly going to end up looking like demons. And I know that that's going to be the case oh, because we yeah. as people are are these naturally... Uh, we're we're adaptable. Like I feel like a lot of people have already adapted to this whole like social quarantining, distancing, yeah, you know, f- isolation mess. Yeah, I, I'm, I mean, I'm pretty much used to it as long as nothing changes exactly from what's going on currently. Right. Um, but you know, all all it takes is an alien race to be like, hey Tim, you know, do you you want to be able to get around out, you know, outside? You want to be able to fly around in the air, maybe you know, get to and from the grocery store without having to worry about touching door handles. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, oh, fuck, yeah, like, tell me more. <laughs> and sure enough, they end up looking like a Trumpotron or whatever, the kind of, like, alien race that I'm trying to build up. Right. <laughs> this image in my mind. Demons. Yeah. They they probably got, like, some kind of weird thing, like their eyes can roll in the back of their head or something. I don't know. These, they can talk out of the, both sides of their mouth literally, you know, something like that. <laughs> literally whoa (laughs) or they all have like uh voldemort's head like coming out of that like patch of fluffy orange hair that flips around all over the back part (laughs) harry i've waited for this moment for 10 fucking years come closer now i'm not gonna come closer come closer <laughs> let me see i was like no you're weak as fuck i'm not getting anywhere close to you you're gross <laughs> it's just horrifying it's a horrifying image oh man the doctor dr quirrell uh oh in the back, back of, the head. of head Voldemort. <laughs> yeah that, that's like the most fucked up thing i yeah. think in the entire series I don't, yeah, I don't expect it. I don't expect it at all. And he fucking takes his, takes that off him. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the Deus Ex Machina's are rampant in that movie. Like oh, it's yeah. Defi- it's a poorly, uh, it's a poorly orchestrated, uh, plot. Pretty, pretty bad. It's bad, <laughs> but it, at least it's not modern, uh, Star Wars series bad. Have you seen the most I... recent Star Wars movie? So, I mean, that's, that's, probably a bit of an admonition right there i don't watch him anymore uh yeah i've stopped watching him uh, I, I i don't even know which one i've seen last probably the one that was like the prequel to empire strikes back i think is the is the one what was oh, it what was it rogue, the fucking, one? Was, rogue one rogue one yeah that's the one that was probably yeah, the maybe, best one or maybe see. that was a prequel to a new hope i can't remember what it was yeah no i it was pretty good. It was pretty good, but I just heard like so many bad things, and then I was influenced by my local culture, and you know how that goes. You know they convinced me not to watch it, mm. so I didn't. I didn't watch it. I was like you, fuck it, you I'm not least, gonna do it. Well, I mean they're really bad, so I'm not even gonna encourage you to watch it. I was like, yeah, I was about to say you gotta at least watch it yourself and make your own educated opinion. And I was like, and yeah. eh, now. Nah vomit fact you're like how close am i gonna be to disgust if yeah. i go ahead and try to watch them right it um 
is pretty bad. It it was really just uh, <laughs> speaking of Deus Machina. So it was basically yeah. the entire like uh, the most recent one. Like I don't think I've ever watched a movie that long and never felt tension because any time <laughs> a point of tension would occur in the movie. Mm-hmm. They would immediately resolve Medi- it. Immediately and, resolve. Immediately yeah, just like, oh. resolve. Just like, oh, is something bad yeah. going to happen? And resolved. It just like MacGuffins all over the place, just instantly solving everything. Like yeah. you would have one scene that would feel out of place, where it's like, hey, we haven't talked ever, but here's this thing. Okay, you, this I'm just giving it to you for no seemingly purposeful reason. And then three minutes later, it's like, oh, my God, we need to get on that ship to do the whatever. There's no way we can get on it. Wait a second. I have this thing yeah. that I was just given. There's a magic thing here. Three minutes Ooh. ago. Good thing Ooh. I just got it just now, right yeah. five seconds ago. So, Perfect timing. Yeah. yeah so wow. Ba- it was basically that for Oh, that's obnoxious. Just every like every ten minutes, you're like rolling your eyes at just how perfect the characters have it. Yeah, it's like, oh my god, they're not gonna have to grow at all here. They're yeah. just they're just being given everything. This is so fucking lame. Yeah, it's pretty bad. So fucking lame. Yeah, they should have to fight like the looting hordes in Atlanta. Atlanta. <laughs> and Atlanta. What is it? That's what this this oh. fucking. The, the so apparently, like, yeah, these AR-15s, like, like my brother was saying, like, these are extremely valuable for some reason. I guess people assume that they're, they're going to have banned. to actually, oh. they're they're going to have to deal with the twists and turns of a plot line. <laughs> so they they're fucking gunning up, getting yeah. ready like, to blow away some looting hordes. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I you, like, don't, you don't think it's reasonable? Like, why, why don't you have a bajillion guns? Why don't you have more guns than you have hands, Jimmy? What's wrong with you? Uh, Aren't you a man or something? Statistics show that you're more likely to hurt yourself with a gun than to use it in self-defense. Uh, yeah. Also, I don't, Suicide, y'all. don't like shooting guns for fun. Mm. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. Do you really not? Not much, No. I mean, mm-hmm. I like I'll, I like shooting pellet guns. Okay, like the joy I get out of shooting the gun is like, oh, I saw something, I pulled the trigger, and I hit it, mm-hmm. and so I get that same joy out of shooting like a pellet gun. And like yeah. other handguns are heavy and stuff, and it's harder to aim and everything else <laughs> that I enjoy about the shooting yeah. gun experience. <laughs> <laughs> or they kick yeah. and they bruise your shoulder, or I don't know. It just all depends on what you're shooting, but. But see, Jimmy, the fun comes from thinking about your target being uh, an actual live human with children. But I, that doesn't, that brings me less joy. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like that at all. They, no, no, your target, your target has a family. Oh, no. Okay, how about your target has similar motivations to what you have? It's probably why I don't like shooting guns. God damn it, I'm trying here. Uh, your target, uh, has a uh, willful ignorance to wanton violence. I don't know. I'm I'm trying here. Like, let's dehumanize our target as much as we can, so that we yeah. can shoot at it easier. Shoot our body shaped target. Yeah. Make it into a zombie. Make it into a zombie. Right. Yeah. 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 Zombies are okay. Yeah, zombies are okay. They're just they're rotting yeah. humans. It's fine. Yeah. They're they're rot. They're they're actually already dead. Yeah. You don't have to worry about putting them down. Yeah, doing them a favor. Putting down them looting hordes. I mean, yeah. undead I mean, hordes from Atlanta. I'm not shooting Atlanta. on anybody if they like guns and enjoy <laughs> shooting guns. I have friends and family that like like it. And if it, yeah. you know, if you like it, cool. It's fun. Especially when you imagine them as <laughs> sentient <laughs> beings that have feelings. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would, uh, no, I would defend myself you know, if I had to do so against looting hordes i i guess i wouldn't yeah. be able to do it with a gun i guess i would have to use a garden tool or something <laughs> hey that's like the uh the okinawan martial arts man you, you're gonna like invent an nunchaku out of uh like a, a hand trowel yeah that's pretty cool Could be something like I'll, that i like it or just what yeah. i imagine uh 
poor peasants did in ye olden days when a uh, wooden rake <laughs> well, yeah exactly well, it's a stick <laughs> while they're being mowed down by i don't know looting brigands and bandits brigands, brigands and bandits and men with ar-15s <laughs> no they didn't have those yet just kidding folks <laughs> yeah I know. uh uh yeah, I definitely wouldn't want to be a peasant at least, especially a regular old mud farmer. Yep. Oh man, that'd be that'd be the shit. You know, your noble just like rolls through one day. And I was like, hey, hey, you, and I'm like, oh yes, noble. You never talked to me. Why are you talking to me now? I was like, well, I need you to stand in front of my horse while you charge at the enemy. I was like, yeah. what? What do you mean? I was like, we're going to war. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh fuck. That's um, when the uh, crossbow first got invented. This is just random fact time. Uh, Ta-da! The, the intellectuals and nobles of the time thought it was a foul and awful uh, oh. evil invention. <laughs> Dishonorable. Dishonorable because mm. back then the only people that had armor were rich nobles. And that and, and it was a, you know, a, a ruling rich noble class right it was these yeah. rich assholes that were doing war with their you know shitty mud farmer peasants in in the front but then mostly you know these assholes wearing armor but then the the crossbow was like the great equalizer these people that are kitted out in armor that no one could afford unless they were fucking pompous mm-hmm. kings and assholes could now be taken out by some lowly peasant with some bendy wood and a string <laughs> Yeah, it's a it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> beautiful thing. And now we have AR-15s. Crossbow was well, the original AR-15. But is it is it really? I mean, like, has it suddenly become the great equalizer? <laughs> is an AR-15 an equalizer? I feel like this is like dumb people's version of trying to get ahead, because most of the people around them, whether they like to believe that they're in a culture in which all men have AR-15s or not. The majority of people do not have military esque gear just hanging around in their house. Yeah. That's that's a little bit odd. So in essence, you're not keeping up with the Joneses. You're trying to have the fucking cavalry unit of you know, of an, an analogy of modern day. Yeah. You know, some kind of some kind of crazy mess that's only the I mean, best. Yeah, only the best. I mean, yeah, you got like a, you have like a, um, a flash suppressor or whatever you call it, flash guard, whatever, like a, a heat rail in order to keep your hand off a hot barrel if you're shooting too much. You have like, uh, you know, little foregrips and and different little little uh, modular rails on top that you can do all kinds of crazy shit with. Like you're gonna actually be using any of that, like. The guy in the picture on the article that I sent you is like this. He's like Dopey a fat, fat asshole. Fuck. Yeah, he's got like a, a fucking gun like stuck in his belt, but his like belly's all like big and fat. Yeah, like he's not doing fucking shit. Yeah, his like suspenders are going under his armpits because he's so fat. Like they can't go around his front. Yeah, you know what? I I would love to give like a little demonstration to try like give somebody a gun with blanks or some kind of ammunition that's not going to maim or fuck me up, but something that will still be able to tell if I get shot. I'll start from like 15 feet away and I'll just have like a, a marker or something to like see if I can get close enough to touch them with the marker before they shoot me. Cause I want to see if like some of these, these like fat old dudes are actually going to be able to do shit. Yeah. Cause you can like, you just, Put put that myth down immediately. It's like, okay, you brought a knife to a gunfight. It's like, yeah, it's an old dude with a gun, and I'm within 10 feet. Like, right. what do you expect's going to happen? Exactly. It's not like they're fucking military-trained co- combatants to have quick reflexes and respond times or whatever. Yeah. Oh. Well, even then, it's like, that's about the time that you should, like, start dropping your rifle and picking up some kind of sharp, pointy implement that you can stab from close. Like, right. <laughs> like... Military people aren't even going to do that. It's just ridiculous. I, I, I'm pretty sure it's like, uh, well, I don't know, Heckler, Heckler and Koch or Remington or whatever. I, I don't know. I don't even know who makes AR-15s. Whoever's making AR-15s out there, I bet that this is some kind of like run for people's money. 
they're just like, oh, you know, everybody's all scared and shit. How about we promote our AR-15 rifle again? <laughs> do they even have to advertise anymore? Is it legal to advertise guns? I have no Can you do clue. that? I don't know. I feel like all you need, like, you don't even, if a product is, like, too good to be true, where you can basically just, like, waft a rifle underneath somebody's nose, and they're like, oh, my God, is that what power smells like? And you're just like, yeah, man, do you want a little bit? And I'm like, fuck yeah. Like, can you just give me, like, five of those? Yeah. He's like, yeah, if you've got, like, a bajillion dollars. And it's like, well, I'm going to spend every fucking dime I have trying to buy those things. (laughs) <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Speaking of power, I think that's real talk. I think that's what a lot of people are trying to buy. They have no power yeah. in their life, but so they try to take it. Try to take it. Gun makes it feel like or you, the, the the semblance of power. It's not even that they're actually like getting anything done. It's like, oh, you know, I'm trying to like defend against government intervention. You know, I don't want anybody pushing me around. It's like you gotta get pushed around. Like you gotta understand that you know it's, this is. We're in a we're in a state sponsored capitalist economy. Like anybody yep. that's a corporation that's backed by the government and or the government themselves is going to fuck you up royally. You do not have the resources to combat them. It's as simple as that. Yep. You want to go down fighting? You want to be a martyr? They'll make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> you, can, you, you can do that pretty quick. Like, geez. Pretty like, cool. Stop, stop fooling yourself. It's like I'm gonna like just like sit past this berm and like wait for the SWAT team to come up here and when they're like we want your guns I'm just gonna start raining fire down on them it's like nobody's you're not that ballsy don't stop just <laughs> yeah. put your goddamn gun down and just be like okay look I was just fucking around I'm definitely not in the military <laughs> I'm not pulling any shit yeah yeah and you just just duck right into that black bag as you go away for forever <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that. I was trying to be edgy. Did it sound like I was edgy? It sounded pretty edgy. Okay. Uh, all right. You want to talk about our stories, Jimmy? Ow. Ow? You cut me. I cut you? Yeah, you were too edgy. Oh! Jimmy Horn! He's walking on the razor's edge. Jokes suck. Okay, the, uh, (laughs) what we got, uh, so we got. We had the Kardashev scale. Okay, I'm just kidding. Um, I say we make a grand bargain. Let's make Social Security really good, but you don't get the vote anymore. That sounds awesome. It's like, yes, that's perfect. <laughs> that's perfect. Oh, my God. You can just be like, look, I'm going to elect at any time, at any point, fucking time in your life. You can elect to just go on Social Security. You give up your right to vote. Boom. Boom. That's easy. That's so easy. Just do that. Oh, my gosh. Just work on making your election process bulletproof as fuck. And... Just let people go on social security. You want to go on social security? Go on social security. Fine. Fine. Do your thing. Do your thing. It's too, uh, too bad old people control the electorate, so they would never vote for that. Yeah, then they'd just be like, why not have both? Well, like, why would I? No, I'm not voting for you just based off that alone. It's like, no, no, no. Hear me out. You're you're killing the planet. You're, you're a disease. You're bad. Yeah. We're trying to, we're trying to like, uh, call the herd here, man. Can you just, uh, just take the money and shut up, yeah. please. <laughs> we're just we're we're trying to give her the fuck out of this place. If you can just like just like consolidate yourself, we're we're about to try to go all Logan's Run over here. So just uh, you you stay over there, and we're gonna form a little dystopian society over here with all the young people that never happened to be your age. And we'll just we'll go for it. We'll just do it. It'll be fun. We'll all run around all happy and frolicking like. Pretending life like our life's great until we make our escape. You you ever see that movie? You remember Logan's Run? Okay, I was going to let it pass, but no, I haven't seen it. Okay, so Logan's Run. It's about a guy named Logan. Terrible. Is a bad movie. I think it's a cult classic. Well, it's like a it's like one of those old sci fi movies in which you have like a dystopian future of young people who have uh, these uh, limits to how long they can live. Yeah. Right, 
So like once they reach like five years old, they're dead. But until they reach five, they're fucking awesome. And then they have these specialized police force that go in and like track people down and they kill them. And <laughs> if they're too old, if they're too old, if they're basically like ten years old or at, you know however like super super young age, everybody's having a great time. Oh, you're ten. Nobody so ages. You have to die now. You have to call the herd, apparently. But then, just, but then Logan to... decides he's not going to die. He's going to run. Yeah, exactly. Like it's at one point in time, they're just like, "Hey, Logan, looking a little old," and he has like a sudden like like a little crow's foot that just like pops up. Like fuck <laughs> you, I'm like, not old. Oh, I'm not old. And they're like, "Yeah, you are old." It's like, no. It's like, well, we're gonna shoot you. He's like, "I'm gonna run," and that's Logan's run. That's the whole story. That's just how it goes. <laughs> I would. It's not worth a watch. Same thing with the Mad Max movies. The last one was great. Fury Road is one of my favorite movies of all time. It's good. I watched it. Not to me. Yeah. Do you watch the whole thing? I watched the whole thing. Yeah. Well, I remember at one point you were like, hey, I watched up until this point and didn't finish it. And I was like, I'm really disappointed because that is a spectacle. That is the definition of a spectacle. I enjoyed it. Absolutely. Just beautiful ridiculousness. It was. <sighs> did have a lot of spectacle, but it was good. Yeah, it, this is almost purely what it was. It's just like, you want to see a bunch of trucks and dust <laughs> and explosions and guns. <laughs> you want to see a guy play guitar while he's bouncing around on top of a semi. It's like, yeah, it's awesome. That's the best part. It's pretty good. That guy's my spirit animal. He's awesome. He's so cool. Uh, don't watch the beginning though. Um, like, don't watch the the first couple ones of the series. The first three. That, that um, bad. So bad. Not worth watching. Especially Thunderdome. That's terrible. That's the worst. That's so bad. Road like, Warriors like not so bad. It's not so bad. It's good. It's just so bad. It's bad. It's bad. It's just. It, it's like it, it. It came full circle too fast, and they kept like self referencing. And uh, everything was kind of cartoonish and satirical, or you know, like a, a non-purposefully satirical. <laughs> they, they didn't, they didn't mean to mock themselves just yet, but they did. Hmm. Uh, Tina Turner was in it. Uh, you know, of course, you you've seen this. You know, you know Thunderdome, right? Thunderdome. Uh, you had like Master Blaster. There's like this. Uh, um, there's like this super super duo in which like this midget rides on the or sorry dwarf what little the person. What are you talking about? I don't know, but he rides on the. Dream? What the fuck is it? No, 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 no. This is this is uh this is this <laughs> this is the Thunderdome. He's on the back of this guy. He calls Blaster, and he's just like this these big like uh, I guess they'd call him afflicted. He's this big. He's this large afflicted gentleman. What the fuck? That, You're not a southern that, grandmother. I like I like the term though. What the fuck? I think it works really well here. If you knew Master Blaster, you would definitely say that Blaster is afflicted. Okay. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> I'm, hey, I'm going to go uh, use the bathroom and make a drink. And we can start the episode if you want. Okay, sounds good. I'm going to split this up into two parts, so I'm going to end it and then restart it. That way I have the parts separate, if that's okay. Yeah, yeah, dude, that's awesome. Yay, more content! Yay! All right, cool. See you in a bit. Yeah.